What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. So I walk in here this afternoon, folks, and I, on the desk, on the table, rather, are all these medical devices. Yes. Yet Paul is still alive, so that's good. He must be using them properly, but I felt like I was walking into work at the hospital. So you know what it is. It's, well, it's two years ago from when, it's two years from now than it was two years ago. What the fuck did you just say? All right, take two. Listen, Gregorian calendar guy. Yeah, Gregorian calendar guy. <laughs> it's, uh, two years ago. My, my medical, I have to get my medical for my pilot's license. It's already your, your, expired your, a couple of physical. months My medical. Physical. You're physical. Yeah, your medical they physical. Ca- they call you're, it getting your medical. I, I'm, I'm aware of the parlance. I got it. So, so part of it is blood pressure. And I've had weird blood pressure for a, a while. Weird is putting it mildly. <laughs> Folks, I like I, I, I'm not I consider myself a medical professional. I've been in working at a hospital in medicine for 10 years and you absorb a lot of information even if you didn't uh, even if you're not doing that job function. Uh, and I can tell you right now, I've never heard of anybody having such swings in blood pressure that is uh, a functioning person. It's crazy. It's not someone who's just laying in a hospital bed and they're trying to figure out what's wrong with them. Now, you said earlier today that you stood up too fast from you were kneeling or squatted down and oh, you it stood was, up. It was yesterday. Yeah, I was outside and I, and I went, whoa, and I knew it was really stood light. Stood up too fast. If, if I could almost, measure it now, it'd be non-existent. You know? Yeah, right? So then you... Then, that evening, I said, I'm just going to check my blood, blood pressure. And then? It was like one... What did I tell you it was? 150 one, something? 150 over 110. I'm <laughs> like, what? And I was the? like, huh, maybe you had a stroke. <laughs> do, do you have left side of weakness and are you trying to talk and it doesn't make any sense? Right. So then yeah. I checked it again a couple of times. It was like it was similar, but a little bit lower. And I'm like, oh, God. And then this thing goes, you know, like it says low battery or battery low. Like, Great, I'll change the batteries. But then you said, hey, man, you know what? That is kind of fucked up and high. And, you, and I know that you're, because you've witnessed me here before. We've checked two years ago when I was checking right. it. You're like, wow, that's really low. Because it's been really low. Like, let's say 110 over 50 something before. I think, I think Which you witnessed that. That's not that bad. No, right. I, there was one time where it was like... 72 over 60 and i was like all right buddy <laughs> you have a perfusion issue right, there's like there's something wrong really. are your hands cold right. did your foot fall off for christ's sake right, right so i can't i can't really figure it out. but nonetheless i've lost weight recently and i'm getting my med so i, I want to monitor now now the time it's time to start monitoring it so out come the devices i want you to take your blood pressure right now with one of those devices. we're going to do that because this is this is what it so this one here i put new batteries in also and this one doesn't really do anything weird but this is the one i was testing with that you were familiar with yeah that was been here that one i pulled out of the because uh, you said you got don't you have another one of those i said i probably got a dozen of them you need to collect more data because if you're if if you stood up real fast and almost passed out from presumably low blood pressure right. and then several hours later checked it and your blood pressure was that high i question right how accurate the devices are. I always question the accuracy of devices, medical devices uh, that people are using at their home. That's what like I actually of- said too. She goes, look, I don't even trust those things anyway. And she goes, this cuff is not as big and, and you know, it's not the I same. I don't feel like that. I agree with her. You know, they're, you're wider and they're a little different. The way they do it is different. That's it's, right. You're also not a small person. Right. So like with those big guns, you got those gains guns, bro. Gain. The gains G-G. guns. Do you like you may have to go like for me my my guns 
are big enough to where I you they usually will either either use like a a, a leg cuff and it's okay. fucking enormous. So, but I, I want to show you. Uh, so, what's going to happen? I'm going to put this on. I'm going to check my blood pressure. But but I changed the batteries. Okay, keep that in mind. That this is where the story starts. Okay, change the batteries. So that means all the settings change. I had them set to where I wanted for a while, but I forgot about the little feature on this device. Okay, all the settings have changed. So now here I am. I'm, I'm a little bothered by and upset, and I've got what was known as a type A personality, maybe on occasion. Uh, yeah, I mean, some people just say asshole. Right. Oh, that's what so, A stands for. Or things might set me off, but not not that. Bad. Some things set them off. No, like I I heard you beat someone to death. No, but I was. Yeah, I went I went you're, over you're, to beat them to death. Remember you, with you, the because they they had screwed me up with uh, the concrete story. Yes. We did talk about that, didn't we? I can't remember if we have. I don't. I you told me that story, and I don't remember any of that ever being told. Like I did because I said then you asked me if I wanted a job, and then you laughed. Wasn't that on? A, wasn't fucking, on our show? No, this was on the ride back from Havasu. Oh, earlier. Maybe this we week. should tell the concrete story later today. We're going to tell the concrete story okay. about your high blood pressure. Okay, so so just imagine I'm I'm a little tense. You know, I'll run a business like whatever. you are all the time. Yeah, I'm checking my blood pressure because I'm gonna I'm monitoring it now. I've got to get in the mode of okay, blood pressure. We're gonna. Gonna keep losing some weight, exercise a little bit more than normal, whatever. I gotta start, you know, what? It's just dumb. I should be doing this all the time anyway. And then I get, and then it, then it comes up high. Thanks. So fine, I'll change the batteries and I'll sit down and relax. Okay. Okay. Also, I can, I can, I'm almost positive you're tightening that cuff too much, which will give you a falsely high reading. Well, okay. Whatever this says, we're not gonna believe it. I can't wait. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna put my face down here so the accurate it's not gonna be accurate anyway but so here here I go I'm going so now again my tension is a little bit higher because I got a high reading anyway and now I'm getting mad because I got to change the batteries and uh, so you get you got you get, angry about having to change the batteries okay got it okay <laughs> okay we wonder why your blood pressure is out of whack I have hypertension I don't understand I, I don't I don't it's funny because you don't have you don't have high blood pressure you have blood pressure problems right right because you swing I, blood pressure means high blood no it's just no it's, got a it's problem. fucking he's got a problem he's got a he's got a problem it's, okay. it cracks me up so you're ready here i am imagine me yesterday evening after I'm, I'm sorting through the my blood pressure cuff issue and here we go new batteries new settings new batteries new settings all right here we go attention please please keep silent and relax keep the cuff at heart level <laughs> start measurement now now i'm not liking this so far because the new settings. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Your blood pressure machine it has hold music. And I'm now I'm getting pissed because... Because they put you on hold. This music is angering me. Well, hold on a minute. It gets better. Wait till it really kicks in with the second and third measures. <laughs> Listen. Hold on. Okay. That's... A, okay. Wait until... Or the second movement, maybe? I'm not sure we call this in this piece of music. I, I believe it would be a movement, yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and now I'm getting really pissed off. Because all I want to do... Oh, it's really clamped down me tight now. All I do now is throw the machine outside in the desert. <laughs> I want to take it... See, now it's got errors. Oh, wow, look at that. Listen. Your diastolic blood pressure is 197. <laughs> <laughs> and your heart rate is 92 beats per minute. 
256 over 197. Yeah. This is above standards. Got it, Up, woman. There you go. I that that experience just gave me cancer. That now use the other one. Okay, but I was on the same. Arm. I was talking and laughing. I could feel it, me laughing, and it it was fucking. It was the whole too thing tight. Up. It was too tight. Yeah, but but so it will be lower than this now. If I'm just quiet, it'll 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 be better. But even if I just shut up, but I'm gonna have to go in and change the settings. I'm not tolerating this woman telling me. To sit down and relax. Whoa, whoa. You got a little sexist there. I'm sorry. This person. Don't tell me my business, woman. Could have been a dude. It's, it's a computer woman. Okay. It's not even a real woman. Yeah. So, so the problem is, is that, um, so that just pissed me. As it was going on, I was getting more and more. All I want to do is just th literally just open the door and just throw it as far as I could out into the airport <laughs> property. 256 over 197. Right. Yeah, that's a... It, it, it won't be... I probably should take this shirt off too, but it, it won't be... Um, whoops. It, it uh, won't be that bad for this one. Does that one make any cool sounds? Or? No, this one just gets the job done. It doesn't play like Thank some like motorhead or something like that. It gets no. you really revved up. No. So so it will be lower because I'm, I'm going to... If You want me to talk or not? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I always want you to. I cuz I <laughs> this is like everybody that, does. That shit was really funny. <laughs> it wasn't very calming for me. No, no, not at all. See, this has an error too. See, I I need to be more still for this one. See, I'm thinking that one errored. Uh I'm just going to go on the forearm with your little baby cuff that you got here and see what happens. All right. So Joe's trying the first one that makes Makes noise or makes music. I'm gonna not even call it music. My uh, RN and uh, LNA friends that uh, that that listen to this are just gonna be like, Paul needs to get to a physician right now. Now I'm testing it. Wow, this one's got errors all over the place. It won't even it won't even take my pressure anymore. Really? Yeah. It, it just says error. I know what it was. I think it was doing this a lot, so I said, I need to get another machine. Right. I just wonder if that one, because it keeps erroring, is the more sensitive one, and it's it's potentially better. Maybe. Because if I, if I remember correctly, you're supposed to have been seated or lying down. Maybe seated. Maybe just seated. Uh, for at least 10 minutes before you take it. I, Your systolic blood pressure is yeah. and 54 millimeter of mercury pillar. Your diastolic blood pressure is 102. See, and I know mine's not that high. It might be. Because we, We've been talking about some pretty tense stuff before the show. Uh, you know, you, know, you might be it's right possible. on that. Okay, thanks. Um, uh, I, I don't think no, I can I, take this without. I just had. I just checked my. I had mine checked on Tuesday morning. So this uh, by a, by an actual medical professional, not the the lady in the box. Is is uh uh would a sleeve like this thin sleeve fuck it up too? Possibly? Potentially, but Goodness. I don't think so. I think that that cuff is too small. Uh, personally, for your okay. gains guns. 
So I may, uh, anyway, I'm going to reprogram that so I don't listen to anybody yapping at me. I think you need to do that every single time. And with that music? You don't like that music? Oh I thought it was God. soothing. When the oboe, whatever it kicks in, just really sets yeah, me the, up. Yeah, I could tell that the oboe really just fucking did it. <laughs> like, and the oboe, when played well, is at best a, a less annoying party horn. Most of the time when it's played, it's just super annoying. I'm sorry, all my twin Reed brothers and sisters I, uh, out there, but like I just same thing goes with the goddamn bassoon. The bassoon just sounds like a goose version of an, uh, an oboe. I don't and mind. People don't it. Like I, it. I kind of like the oboe. I thought you that I thought you didn't like it. Like that's why your blood no, pressure it's just is like annoying because like it's elevator music. 200. It's like I hate this kind of music. Is what I'm saying. And now I'm sitting there. I'm trying. Please relax. And then it knocks off on that bullshit. Why don't they have some? A nocturne, like we were listening to before the show started, <laughs> and a what? <laughs> nocturne, not not elevator music, like you were saying. It just, but doesn't elevator music just kind of make you a little irritated? No. Okay. No, it, it has the the proper effect on me. It's a, it's a, you know, just killing that silence before I can get out of that metal box. Sure. Okay. It doesn't. I, I, I don't know. Elevator music doesn't bother me, but then again, there's tons of things that don't bother me that bother you. <laughs> I don't like this. So anyway, I'm going to remove that. So I'm going to fix I'm going to fix the uh, the audio part of that so it doesn't make any noise at all. Just I think you should get a manual button. BP cuff and learn how to use it. That would be kind of difficult. No. By by yourself, isn't it? Mm. No. To listen to and pump it up. You don't have to listen to anything cuz you're not checking your pulse. You know if your pulse is too high. That's why they're sure. listening to it. They're not I, I don't think that they No, I think they're listening to the flow of, of blood if it gets if it's totally stopped and then it starts flowing in that kind of I think that's what they're doing. Oh, maybe. Or, or, or are they just I have watching no idea. the gauge. It's crazy how I only have like about thirty people I can text right now that would give me the answer to that in my phone. In my phone right now. But I'm just gonna speculate. So may, maybe you're right though. Maybe that is only the pulse and then they're watching the gauge to see how it behaves the the you know, the, the, right. the needle. I have no idea. All I know is is that uh, if your blood pressure was really in the 200s like that, there is absolutely no way that you would be sitting here talking to me without going, man, my head hurts. Yeah. And my fingers fucking are numb. And and then your face starts to droop a little bit. I do know when you uh, when you go in there, the first thing you do is they is you fill out the form and they hand you a cup and you go pee. And then they check your uh, your your blood sugar. And then they you come in and they check your height and your weight. And then you sit down on this kind of chair but the arm thing is up they make they make sure it's near your upper level so they can yeah. arrest you like this and they check your blood pressure and then you start looking at the then they go into this little room next to it and start looking at uh, letters and stuff through an eye machine to see how good your eyeballs are do they uh they check your balls and all that like no, they, no they don't they don't check to make sure you Not don't unless have you them, right? ask them <laughs> <laughs> are you getting your medicals done in tijuana now or what <laughs> You come but, on down to Rosie's house of love. But what's funny is they have they have a whole bunch of these different different number you know uh, reading glasses, cheaters and stuff there. Yeah, because you know when you're looking at and if you're not quite reading it, they'll hand you in it. They'll go try those, try those, and then they'll write them. Make sure they write on your license that you have to have this you know some sort of corrective. Yeah, uh, to this level at least. So yeah. You know, I don't know why they require so much fucking training and shit for pilots. Like, well, that's kind if of you're going, a pri- if you're a private pilot, like. Who cares? The right. likelihood of you killing somebody else, I mean... It's small. Yeah, it's pretty small. It, that, that's not going to be the main reason. Medical reasons are, are very small on the list of of airplane accidents. So, it, it can happen. I don't know, man. I read that book, Hatchet, when I was a kid. You, you remember that? No. The Gary Paulson, I think, is a... Gary, does that sound right? I don't know. There's a whole... He wrote a whole series of books about, uh, like, some... like a, They were, like, young adult books. 
And Hatchet, it was about uh, a kid who was flying with his instructor, and they were out in the middle of nowhere, like I think somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. And the instructor had a heart attack and died, and he had to like try to land. And he was out in the he was out in the middle of the woods. So what he tried to do a water landing, sunk the plane, and then he had to survive with nothing but a hatchet. And uh, I remember that he had the heart attack, and then he's like, and then the whole cabin filled with gas. And I was like, Get I up. shit you not, dude. I for probably ten years, I thought it was. I thought that meant that the pilot farted or shit himself when he died. Well, how would the whole cabin fill with gas if the guy died? You don't have a heart attack, and then the airplane springs a fuel leak. Is that what happened? That's what happened. That's that. I was. I was. Well, I, I, I reread it probably ten years ago, and I'm like, oh, he didn't fart. Isn't it true when you die, My, your sphincter relaxes and you might like, you know, shit or shit, fart? Yeah, potentially, yeah. So maybe that's what it was. That's it wasn't. It was fuel. He was saying it was fuel. It was fuel. Airplane fuel, which is dumb because, like, why would it start leaking? Maybe just coincidentally. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm trying to remember that now. I need to go back and reread it because now I maybe I confuse myself. I the bottom line is, if humans were meant to fly, God would have given us wings. Trump 2020 MAGA. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I'm going to invite you to this Facebook page, and it's uh, where we it's uh, where we all pretend to be boomers, and it's just people posting screenshots of of boomer it, funny boomer ish. Things. But it's it's mostly just people that are out of touch with technology. Like they they have a smartphone mm-hmm. and internet service, which gives them access. To basically just show us all how fucking stupid they are. Like it kind of does. Right. Yeah. So this is people taking screenshots of that kind of shit or joking around. They'll see something that's completely ridiculous. One of my favorite things that gets posted at least once a day. That's, there's like 20,000 people in this Facebook group. I'm sure. And uh, one of the things that gets posted over and over and over again is... And people will just do it just for a laugh. But it's the... Um, Tomorrow, Facebook will start charging for photos and that, oh, like those that. things. <laughs> oh I do not. God. I do not. That uh, still goes around occasionally. It's, it does, and I'm just like, oh, you people. Like I used to correct people and just say, hey, listen, this is this is like the modern version of a chain letter. Like this is not real. Uh, in the Facebook terms and conditions, they own everything you put on Facebook. They do. They own everything. Right. Not they don't. You don't own anything. Like they're not going to start because they already own it. Yeah, they're not going to start doing this because it's already theirs. Right. And people will still argue with me, and I'm like, okay, just like read the terms and conditions. Like nobody ever does. Yeah. Right. Oh God, some of that shit that they post, like, it's to me, it's taking back Facebook to what it used to be, which was kind of fun, and now it's just like divisive, hateful bullshit. Yeah, mi- it, that's usually misspelled. A lot of it turned into yeah, of course, it's all heavily political, unfortunately. You know, there's a lot of that on there, which I I'm I'm finding joy in ignoring more of that now than I used to. Like a couple of years ago, I would try to correct something or say something is not right or do my own research and go, you guys can just, you know, look at this up before you. But now I, do, I just I don't even care now. I just I don't even look about the only time I'll chime in is when I have actually something decent to say. Like uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago, some lady was like, a, hey, anybody in the Kingman area? What do you think about the schools? I'm getting ready to move there, and I have two kids. Da da da, and uh, there was just like a hundred comments of people just shitting on the schools, and I kind of got in a little bit of heat. I got a, caught a little bit of heat because what I said was, "Is uh, 
just like any educational system, the amount of effort the parent puts in is is really is very very important. And if someone in in the Kingman area and their kid went to a Kingman school and uh, they had a bad experience or their kid didn't, you felt like they their kid didn't get educated enough. That's because you yourself as a parent didn't step in and pick take up the slack like Linda and I had to do. Mm-hmm. Because and, and look at Portia, smart, successful, going to a four year university, one of the in medicine, in one of the things that they're ranked in the top twenty in the nation for, mm-hmm. and like she went to Kingman Public Schools, yeah, didn't even go to that bullshit to uh, Kingman Academy of Learning, which is such a horrible name for what it is. Uh, anyway, it, so oh god, I <laughs> I heard one of the best descriptions of the academy. I'm trying now, to remember. Now you're I, bashing a school. I am. I'm. Ba- I am bashing. I'm bashing a no. charter school. They're barely a school. Okay. They. They. <laughs> they don't even have uh, fine arts. So they don't. I don't consider them a school. Okay. Just like ASU shouldn't be called. Uh, a, it shouldn't be a university because they don't have a med school. Which is one of the defining things. You're. Is, Me personally, be, but you know, for you personally, that's like who bear. has never been to college. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I have not. All right. I'm just pointing out. I have. Mm-hmm. I know. If you want to call Auburn, you know. <laughs> Anything south of the Mason-Dixon line is an actual yeah. college. It's more like a community college. Let's fucking face it. But I know that people bash these schools <laughs> here, and they also <laughs> bash the Academy of Learning. But the the thing about the Academy of Learning is, is it used to be amazing, and then it went to hell, and they teach to the test so that their, their standardized test scores look really good. But the bottom line is, is that when kids come out of there and try and go to one of the other Kingman public schools, they're behind, period. Hmm. That is an undisputed fact, and I know a lot of teachers. We, you, and I both know a lot of teachers, mm-hmm. and they all kind of all agree that the academy is just not. Well, a the great real problem in this not is, now. It's it hasn't there. I've got I got a ton of friends that went to school there that graduated from there. It's not that great. But the bot, what I did was I made a a, a comment about uh, I said if 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 you had a bad experience in Kingman Public Schools. And it didn't have anything to do with behavior and you feel like their educational level wasn't good enough and your kid is not as smart as you think they could be. That's because you failed as a parent to pick up the slack for for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was out of your control. Maybe you just suck. But you can't shit on all of them because of that. And I told the lady, I'm like, if you want any details, here's, here's my quote-unquote education resume. I graduated from KHS in class of 99. My daughter graduated from Lee Williams High School in 2018 she's now a year and a half into you know uh studying medicine mm-hmm. university of arizona yeah and i'm telling you right now that there was definitely slack that had to be picked up i didn't go to school the whole time in in arizona public schools the most of my public schooling was in ohio which is ranked in the top 10 every single year consistently in education in public education so i know what i'm talking about now poor, poor- and then i got shit on by all these people who are like fuck you for saying that you that that I'm a failure as a parent and da 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 and I'm like I fucking like I I I was gonna argue with these people I finally just said I didn't say any of you were failures as a parent I said you failed as a parent mm-hmm. or you failed your child as a parent if you didn't pick up the slack mm-hmm. period it's not a babysitting service it's an education it takes effort on your part just like post secondary education takes a bunch of effort on the student's part. Absolutely, and otherwise you're just you're you're going to school and you're just kind of kind of sit there and stare at the chalkboard. Yeah, you can't expect, and I and I actually get a get a kick out of uh, talking to kids anyway. They're going to school and just seeing what they're and 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 imparting information on them too and knowledge and stuff. Yeah, if I had a kid running around here all the time like that, he'd learn a shitload about all kinds of things. You know, I'm not going to just 
ignore him or would, would you know, I, I like to engage with them and as they're, as they're getting older to see what they know and, and teach them things that are may not part of our learning in school. We have science class effectively here every day. Every single day. You know, more, it, we have technology, which we use, but that's applied science, of course. But we talk about basic scientific principles when things are, when we're working on stuff. I do it every day here. So if I had a kid, I don't know if that would be good or not, but I mean, I would, yeah, they, they would learn, I can promise you, above the average person's engagement. You should adopt like a 10-year-old Asian kid. Okay, cool. You don't want to deal with the diapers and all that. Fuck, yeah, fuck right. all that noise. So you're, you're like, I love that. babies. No, you don't. No, can, can, you you love- use a, can you use a single parent adopt somebody? I mean, I think so. I, I, uh, I mean, you could probably just buy a kid. Like, okay. I'm pretty sure you could do that. <laughs> That that'd be the easy way. I, I'm not sure. I don't. I I don't know. I mean, I, clearly you're stable. <laughs> what was that blood pressure again? If you yeah. get a kid, you're just gonna be like, that's it. His head's just gonna explode. Actually, I think it'd be fun. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how well I would do in the At long your term. extreme advanced age. I I like you're 77 or 78 <laughs> this year. That's so I don't know. <laughs> not 78. I wonder if people will ever figure out how old you actually are. Because he's keep throwing out these numbers all over the place constantly. What did someone uh, contact you recently? Were you looking? Uh, yeah. Okay. You okay? You good? My eyes are dry. I've been up too long. My leg hurts. And Joe, Joe fell down, made a boo. I didn't fall down. I, oh, I, you that's didn't. A, that's a, no, I didn't fall down. That's the problem. If I had fallen down, I would just be a bruised ass. You might be okay. Bumped noggin. Yeah. No, what I did was I was sliding. Or I was walking down the ramp out of the walk-in at Blackbridge this morning, and it. It was slippery, and my foot slipped about a foot, maybe a foot and a half forward, right? Were you, and I were you caught ca- myself. Were you, were you carrying anything at the time? Like no, you, no. Okay. I grabbed a hold of the door and caught myself, but the way I also I caught myself was like my left leg, my left foot planted and didn't slide, mm-hmm. right? And what that did is it put all of my weight and all of that like just off balance on one leg, and it just fucking pulled every muscle and tendon from my ass uh, like cheek all the way down to my foot. Like my foot actually hurts right now, but the knee. Yeah. Like if I, if I fully extend my foot, how's like it going to be when you hurts. wake up tomorrow morning? I'm a little scared of that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, whatever ibuprofen, baby. Yeah. I'll be, uh, it, it'll be fine. It's only muscular. I don't feel any grinding when I, I can, I can move. I have full range of motion and everything. Like I didn't break anything. I just stretched a bunch of shit. Okay. So now I'm like a big baby, and I'm like, eh, eh. I think it's gonna need some anti-slip devising devices there, maybe. Yeah, for sure, or maybe just anti-Joe devices. Th- that would be good. That would be better, and that's the that it's fucked up because you remember last year I did the same thing, but I'd really fucked myself up last year because I slipped on the back one on the other side, walking out of there, and uh, but my foot, the way I slipped, my foot ended up underneath me, and I just landed on like my bent leg Mm -hmm. so it stretched it stretched out my knee stretched out my calf stretched out my fucking bruised the shit out of my foot and then this is the worst part imagine bending your knee so far that it stretches the front of your quads that hurt the most i'm like oof, that was rough what was even worse was that i was holding i was carrying two kegs and both those kegs went "Ah!" like just flew and one of them went clang into those the back those steel steps yeah, the back porch or back patio, and it just hit that and scared the shit out of like. 
don't know, my big ass falling on metal. dollies there. No one uses dollies there. We used to, and then one got stolen. It was a custom modified job that fucking Blake made, and it was beautiful. And you could fit six kegs How on that son of a bitch. How did someone steal it? Because the back walk-in was left unlocked during business hours, and somebody stole a couple tools and that in that uh, uh, hand truck during business hours. So now it's like during the middle of the day when no one was really around. Yeah, I don't. I still don't know how the hell that happened. No one knows how that happened. So there needs to be a different way. I'm serious. You guys need to use dollies. I mean, we do have a ke- we have a keg a keg dolly that's purpose built for that. That's yeah. like a store bought, but you can only do one at a time. Fine. It's inefficient. It bothers me. It's People okay. should be lifting heavy kegs. I'm just concerned for you guys. I'm concerned for your safety. I'm concerned for your blood pressure. Although I'm more concerned for the blood pressure machine because I can see you just winging that bitch out into the desert. Well, I'm going to. What I'm going to do is is get serious with both of these and and uh, and check a few. T- you know, once it gets kind of on a reasonable level, because I did check it what last week with you or whatever it was. Yeah, it was like one thirty over. Seventy-eight or something. Yeah, I which don't know. is it's a little bit high, but it's not but it's that bad. Very passable. So I thought, okay, that's cool. Uh, so I will, I will check. You know, when, when things go, when I calm down, <laughs> <laughs> when you get to a point where you can chill the fuck out, does that mean like about three minutes before you die? Yeah. yeah. Then, then I'm going to check both of these side by side a few times, and I'm going to see how close they they are. You know, to each other. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and you never do it standing. Always do it se- seated. You know all that. Right. right. You know what we should do is have a doctor come on the podcast and just check us both out, and they'll just be like, "You, you have guys. a doctor that'd be willing to do that." I'm sure I could find somebody. Yeah. Maybe your potential dermatologist is a buddy of mine, so I could see him do, coming in. Do they have to be a? Uh, well, I do, you run a doctor, actually, not not a. Nurse. I think it would be funny to have a doctor on here. No, I don't want a nurse. I want the person who makes the decisions. Oh, I'm. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was a joke. I swear to God. It, you know, but it have more weight on the show if it were a doctor. I think it would have more weight on the show if it were a nurse. Actually, oh, okay. <laughs> Personally, because uh, uh, to make up for my previous comment, how I actually what I actually think about nurses, we could that, easily uh, find a nurse. You know, a bunch of those. I do. <laughs> I, do I do know a bunch of those. Those. Them. Them. Yeah, those types. Just nurses. Oh, God, I said that shit to Portia like a year ago. I'm like, you sure you want to go to school for all that time and still only be just a nurse? And she's like, I will kick your ass. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I get it. I wonder how her blood pressure is after she hears those comments. I bet her blood pressure will be sky high for the the remainder of her being in college because she is stressed to the max. Oh, she makes postings about that. It's, It's funny to me. And I'm like, oh, crazy kid. It's almost like you're on scholarship and getting a free ride. Oh, oh, that's right. No, it is stressful. It is, and she's working hard and and going to school and all that. It's it doesn't get necessarily any easier because it gets harder. You know, as you go higher up, there's more things you're learning. It's it's constant. So, but so when the, it's over, but the thing it's over. about her studying nursing though is actually it's kind of opposite of that because she's already worked in a clinical setting for three years. That's three true. and three. Yeah, we're coming up on yeah about three years. She's already done done that stuff. So when she get the easy part is the hard part is the stuff in the beginning right now. When she actually gets into nursing school and she's doing clinicals four days a week, that's basically her job. I gotcha. So and she already knows those people. She already works at that hospital where she's gonna be When's doing that clinicals and all that. Uh, potentially, I think next spring. So like a, about a year from now. About a year from now. Ish. Yeah. And then she'll be it'll be a little easier. Yep. Well, good. Yep. Yep. I think I think she's gonna have a much easier uh, time because it's not. It's not class and homework and lab time. It's doing the shit that she's kind of already done, but now with more responsibilities. Gotcha. Uh, you know what I mean? Like she's already kind of 
I don't know. It's it's almost like if you uh, the all if to learn to fly planesies like mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. You you just got to drink an awful lot. That's all. You yeah. Do. Right. Well, I mean, your dad did work for Delta. I know. No, it's like uh, you um, you already knew how to fly because you've been flying gliders since you were a kid. Right. So then when you got your private pilot's license, like how much bullshit did you have to actually fill out and learn and pretend to learn? Hold on a second. What? What happened? Are you? Paul just got up and walked out. Oh, we have a visitor. I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break, folks, because we had a mystery person walk into the studio, and we will be right back. Face down in the gutter, won't admit defeat. Though his clothes are soiled and black. He's a big strong man with a child's mind Don't you take his bulls away hey! He's been at it for years, drinking balls and beers He's a hero to most he meets hey, hey, hey. Inside he cries like swollen eyes This man is just no kid Come and fight and kids sing a different tune As they worry about their daddy dying hey, hey, hey. As a arrogant fool breaks every road of being Of the one prize that kills him Can he listen? No he won't, that's all she wrote A big day before the daylight shines Cause I thought she'd bring a million dollars My gift is all from darling He's a legend in the bar with every star But a thousand bigger men Now he fights and does his god all the verses But someone please step in But the Irish fools got a big, big kind of case Coming back into the ring Sorry about the interruption. Sorry, I'm okay. I'm, I'm safe. Everybody's fine. Paul's I've, safe. I've, I've checked in safe. The att- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. Checked in safe. Paul is checking safe from his own facility. It, Paul is safe from his own facility. <laughs> He's not safe from himself. No. 
Nope. Or any of his many, many scorned lovers. Right. I see you're drinking um, out of a can. By the way, this podcast is brought to you by Perrier because I'm with the one percenter. You know what? I think that Perrier actually has different size bubbles or something than the other carbon carbonated drinks or we, we have in here occasionally. It, it I tastes think, different. Isn't Perrier a nat, like from a natural, car, naturally carbonated in, spring? In, in France, they say. That is, that, it, right? Yeah. Okay. That's probably why. I think it tastes better. It's not force carbonated. It actually comes out. Huh? I think we should be one percent. I think it tastes like better because you you paid a little bit more for it, so you fool yourself you into think thinking it tastes better. You think it tastes better. Yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. is that um, a hint of gold flake? That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm using a can. What's it, up? It's nice that you use a can because the last time you were at my home, making fun of me, folks. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just oh. glad you're not a goddamn crow magnon like you were before. Oh, never mind. Yes, at my house last week, folks, he comes over to do laundry. Don't Hang ask out. why. Don't ask why. <laughs> it's better that you don't know. And he's like, yeah, can I get a glass of water? And I'm just looking at it. Like, yes. So I walk in there. And then he and walks. And I walk back out and go, what, what, what a glass for you? That doesn't what, matter. It doesn't matter. Well, I don't want to use a glass. A typical fucking neurotic Paul. Because, look, here's the thing, is you guys have these some nice beer glasses, and then Mike has some glasses that he, he maybe are prized glasses or something that he got. Yeah, he's got, like, L.A. Olympics 1984, right. like, shit, cool shit like that. I'm looking at going, I don't, I can't, I'm not, I, nope, don't want to do that one, because that it, may, folks, I may honestly, break it. when you open up that cu- that uh, cabinet, it, you, it does look like, it looks like you're going to reach in and grab, like, some of Grandma's fine china out of the china hutch. Like, it's just all glassware. It's, like, three shelves of nothing yeah. but and, and it's various not, glasses. It's not, per se, let's say, expensive glassware. It's just glassware it's that has a, has a meaning. There's, there's right. things. There's a different thing in every one. I'm going, how bad would I feel if I broke this one? Okay, I'll choose this one. And you're going, why are you going to be breaking glasses, Paul? And I'm like, I'm not... I don't know. I don't know that he he said. What, what do you say? You get to a certain age, and I'm just like, what? The <laughs> your stability is low. You got your fucking shit. Yeah, real, can't wait for you to pass that medical physical for your goddamn pilot's license. Mother of God. So anyway, so anyway, he he goes. I'm. I did. I did not want to get out of my chair. In the to approve room. my glass selection. I like to to go. Okay, I'm like, just go pick a fucking glass. And he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back. With what I can only describe as a very shallow but very wide Rubbermaid container with water and ice in it. <laughs> One could actually call this a dog dish. It definitely it wasn't looked like a, a dog. It, dish. it was not a dog dish, but it definitely. But, it, but if you had a guest dog come over, that's exactly. You might that, grab that one. That is not might. That is the. Oh, you have. That is my. No, no, no. I I haven't. But that oh. would as as my go to. For a dog dish. And I, you look at that and go, all right, well, we don't know where the lid for that f- container is. So we're going to use it as a dog dish or a Paul dish in this case. <laughs> so, I, he, so I came out. And what did I do? I was I was polite because I, before I set it down. I fucking, people, I'm telling you, <laughs> I still have tears in my eyes talking about this. He went to set it down on the coffee table and realized that one coaster was not sufficient, so he moved another coaster and he set it on on two coasters side by each, as we say in the south. Side by each, which is, <laughs> you know, you guys, you folks say shit like that in the south, and you wonder why people make fun of that. Now, I, I know, love folks from the I south. Know. I know that there's obviously educated people there, but when sure. you say things like side by each, <laughs> it sounds like you're the product of cousins fucking over and over and over again. But you know what was fun about that dish? 
laughing at you? No. Being ridiculous? Actually drinking out because it had held a good amount of volume of, of water. And then when you hold it up, it almost felt like a, felt like, I know it wasn't, like a very wide, like martini glass in a way. And you have to be kind of be careful with martinis. You can't just, you know, gulp them in. Yes. Really. So it was kind of how I was drinking it. And then you said that Mike actually thought, you know, thought that there, you was, lost there, it. there wasn't a lot of ex- yeah. explaining that going on. Yeah. Mike's Mike like, in. what the fuck? Why are you, are you, are you drinking out of that? Yeah. I don't want to mess with any of your glasses. I was afraid I was going to break them. And he's like, just <laughs> grab a fucking glass. <laughs> and, and then he just kind of walked off and shook his head, his, his head. And then later and, on, Joe told me, he goes, I, Mike actually thought that you had lost it. he's like, is Paul okay? I'm like, <laughs> no <laughs> ever ever he's like no, no no i mean like today like is, is, why is he drinking out of that i think he was being he was being a dickhead to be funny but also was afraid of breaking one of your glasses it goes why didn't you give him one of your glasses i'm like he didn't ask because <laughs> i could have just directed you three cabinets to the right and then you know you could just use one of mine i'm just gonna bring uh from now on my own glassware what <laughs> You could be like those white girls and me and just bring a hydro flask thing with you everywhere. Yeah, that's you sh- nice. You should get one of those. Man, Mike, nice. Mike got me that thing for uh, for Christmas. The thing's, it is it is really nice. Uh, is it uh, is it is it uh, you know thermos oriented? Yes, it, it will it's a hollow wall kind of thing. It's nice. Put it put it this way: the other night when it was uh, got below freezing, it was like four or five days ago. Yeah, and I put room uh, just like regular tap water in there, like just tap cold tap water. Mm-hmm. When I it sat in there all night long, and I went in there about I uh, went back seven fifteen in the morning, so I'm like, oh god, I'm so thirsty. Opened that up, and it was the the outside of it was freezing cold, and the inside was still the same temperature from the like tap thing. water. Yeah. Tap you can water. throw ice in it, and it'll stay cold for like a couple days. It's it's that level of good. You know what this music anyway, makes you want to do? Watch Tombstone. Well, that would be awesome. We're listening Drink to Drink water out of a bowl. Chopin nocturnes right now. Yeah. We're just, and it's, I kind of like I kind of like it. I used to have uh, stationery, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was given to me by my band director when I moved out here. And he's like, oh, sorry to see you go. Here's like a little care package we all put together, which was really cool. And in there was a stationery. It was a list, right? It said Chopin list, L-I-S-Z-T. Oh my shopping, god! Shopping, shopping list. list. I, that reminds me of a woman I know who was a piano teacher, who was the mother of a of a of doesn't matter anyway of Anne Marie Carr. We used to call Anne Marie Carr the movie star. She was kind of cool and fun, and but she wasn't a movie star at all. But she was a piano teacher. Well, her husband, her family owned this very well. And it's called Hastings. I think it's called Hastings. Speaking of Hastings, but it's called mm. Hastings. I think nursery okay it's a very well-known nursery in the north atlanta area it was a privately owned very famous and they com- they did well they competed well with all the other big box nurseries babies or trees trees okay and um they were they they were in prime t- they owned the property i guess but they were in in a prime area just northern suburbs and they were well known anyway turns out they didn't get along that well the mother and father and he eventually burned their own house down and burned his wife to death Chopin list. She was a piano teacher, like I said. That's why I Jesus Christ. That. Okay, this is a real stretch, <laughs> right. To tell that morbid. I remember tale. seeing that she had those because she was a piano instructor. Did you ever read the scary stories books when you were a kid? No. You know what I'm I talking experienced about? Experienced them. I'm oh. experiencing one now. <laughs> but for the he for did. the millennials and 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 younger Gen Xers that listen to this, they know what scary stories to tell in the dark. There was like four or five of those books. Mm-hmm. 
the stories were scary, but the hand, I'll show you some of the drawings when we get off here. The hand-drawn pictures that it's illustrated with are just still terrify me to this fucking day. Mm-hmm. Like they are terrifying. Oh, but it's I know. Like a bunch I, of, I know the way the artwork you're talking about. I know. Yes, I know what you're oh talking about. Oh my god! Yeah. One of my friends, um, uh, her name's Katie. She lives up in the Bay Area. Her, she has a back. She has she's covered like not head to toe, but like neck down in tattoos. Mm-hmm. And she has one of the like some of the artwork as her back piece, and it's all it's just black because that's you know all those uh, sketchings were you know mm-hmm. or illustrations are all black, and it's. Uh, of course, it's like the most horrifying one that I remember. That like I still have will have that that character from those books will show up in my nightmares. I shit you not. So thirty eight year old male, I still fucking have nightmares about that. Wow. Anyway, oh yeah, and then last year they came out with a movie based oh, off of okay. stories from those books, and uh, my mom was like, "Oh, they're making a scary stories movie. Did you see that, Joe?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not gonna go. Going. Not gonna go fucking <laughs> see that, mom." But well, this was horrible. She's anyway, just friends sorry. of ours, and the guy's in jail, and, uh, you know, mom is dead, and the daughter is, like, with a friend of ours. It's like, oh, my God. Did she still play the piano? After she died? Wait. The daughter died? No, the mom was a piano instructor. What did the daughter do? She was she an actor. Was a, no, we, we called her Anne-Marie Carr, the movie star, but she was not a movie star, but we just called her that. It was like a... A joke. Well, was she a fucking janitor or something? No, I don't know what she actually eventually did. I really that's like insulting. If she is a janitor. She's excuse me, a doctorate in the custodial arts. Her her actually best friend was um, Lisa Macamer, who 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 was part of the Bondo, uh, the heir of Bondo. Lisa would be the one that you well she were stooping for a well while not well I, whatever she moved to Alaska. Two women I dated promptly moved to Alaska. If that tells you anything. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you're like Ohio. You know, they say <laughs> I like, like the actual state. You're of Ohio. actually like the state of Ohio. We'll that's why Ohio. Away. Yeah, that's why Ohio <laughs> produces more astronauts than uh, than any other state by a factor of like ten or they're something to get like that. that. Far away from. Yeah, Ohio. they're like, how, well, how bad is it in Ohio that people have to join the fucking space program to get away? Space Force. Space. Oh God. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I can't with the fucking. I just. I. I. I'm trying not to talk about. The president. We're not week. going to. We're not going to. We're not getting oh, political. So, it's gonna, just like, so this music, listen to Chopin like nocturnes, makes me want to go to a very fine dining restaurant on a date and just have this music playing. Is this a hint that it's been a while uh, for us? Since I've done with that kind of music in the background, yeah, it's been a little while. I mean, I like, I enjoy, I'm enjoying this. No, it's nice. It's peaceful. All right. All right. Speaking of music. We have I have a topic here that yeah you you said you had a topic that, that we, 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 we never we don't really do this we don't really, we really do don't. topics we don't. anymore no or we can talk about speaking of music see what I brought in oh Joe? that's right yeah uh, so we can do uh, that later or we can I'm gonna need this. no I no I actually want to do the music thing let's do let's fucking look, come on all right so Joe for some it. reason we're talking about uh, what was it we were talking about I, I know that Paul likes Celtic music and and whatnot, and I told him that there is a cover band out there called the Red Hot Chili Pipers, and I started and laughing. They started laughing, and I played some of their music, and they do they do Chili Pepper songs, but they also do a bunch of other different covers, infused with two bagpipers in the band. Right. So I started talking about the bagpipes a little bit, and then then we started talking about, hey, have you ever been to seen a seen a, a, a tattoo or a full the full piper in which you have? I have, yeah. And if you folks haven't ever witnessed this, like we have like, say, 50 to 150 pipers 
all marching around and, and getting close enough to him. It's really the the big one. The Scottish national one is like like fifteen hundred on a field. Yeah, I'm like that. That sounds horrible. That sounds like bad for tourism. <laughs> like, there's I like, would love it. I, I would love it too. But it, it, when you see all those pipers together, it then you start understanding why each regiment, you know, you know, a Scottish Army way back when, five hundred years ago, mm-hmm. each regiment had like forty or fifty pipers because that's fucking terrifying. March into battle and listening to that, they had and they were literally outlawed by the you know British was trying to yeah. make control of them. But they they had a, I don't know how many, but they had some pipers at least I believe that were. From the Normandy invasion, the, there was the Scottish. There was that one crazy fucker that that uh, that was I can't remember guy? his name. I know there's at least one, one crazy Piper. Scottish fucker. Really? Yeah, one yeah, kind of <laughs> redundant. No, in Normandy that yeah. that didn't carry a gun. He carried his pipes and he carried his fucking longsword, like that fucking <laughs> what is it called a, a a claymore? Yeah, on his back and literally mar- like play when he was piped done up the pipes, on the, on the beach. onto the fucking beach and was like, here, yeah, he was like, ah! and people were. <laughs> These Germans are like, oh, this is worse than the gas chamber. Like, they're just fucking freaking out. <laughs> they're throwing themselves to their death. I know he, I think he killed at least two Nazis with the fucking sword. I was going to say, with the pipes? Did he? <laughs> yeah. They just <laughs> fell down dead. Sauerkraut. We cannot take this. Sauerkraut just blood, All like bloody. Oh, so it horrible. It was such a mess. Um, so, so you started talking about this, and then I told you, I remember when I first saw that was at the Stone Mountain Scottish Games. And um, Stone Mountain, Georgia, folks, that's where the you know modern clan was formed, if you remember that episode. Why do you always have to bring that up? Because people, people, people will say that, and they think that I went there to be a clan member. Well, they do have clans, and Scottish clans. <laughs> yeah, so, this, yeah. Is, this is with the clan with a C. This, yeah, is the, the, this is the clan. C clan, not K clan. The C clan, not the K clan. <laughs> not to be mistaken with Clamp Slam. Oh, no. Oh God! All right, go okay. Go back. Right, so, so I was remembering this, and a good friend of mine said, "You need to go." To, this is years ago. So you need to go to see this. They have the, uh, the the tattoo, the opening ceremonies, where you want to call it. You know, it was like a Thursday and Friday uh, before the Saturday and Sunday thing. And I went, "All right, cool." So we drove out there, and it was I was blown away. Really impressed. It was such a cool thing. They were very very the Canadian Royal uh, Pipe Band or something. They're from Canada. So I was so impressed by it. I think I had my parents come out. I say my you know stepmother and father the next evening. Unless we we got to see this, and it's you know it's something I wanted them to experience. It was really really cool. So then I started going to every single year the Scottish Games there. Um, and I don't know if it was that first year or not, but I had a uh, my kilt that I still own now was fitted there by a Scottish firm that came over. Nice kind of fancy tent, and they measured you up in every way you can imagine, and squeezing this and pushing that around and how much did you pay for that do you remember was it under a thousand i think it was under a thousand right around there but it wasn't it wasn't that cheap though it wasn't it was i just think like you're at a booth at a festival and then they measure you and then you give them all this money and then they send you a kill like three months later three months later seriously that's how long that's a risk man that's a, that's right. that's that's some risky kilt making right and there. it's probably a higher than you want to pay but you do want to have it fit if you're going to have you, it if you're going to have a look right you want to have it fit you, that's the different i i learned that with the kilt that i bought online because i i just i went cheap i think i paid 200 dollars for my kilt and it and unfortunately, it didn't fit when I got it. It's now now I can I can actually fit it like, like 
it's not I'm not a hundred percent there. I'm like ninety five percent there. Like I can put it on, but it's not very comfortable. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to wear it for very long. But like that's the difference between like what I paid for and what you paid for, and yours is really, really nice. And it's they're supposed to be made with like minimum ten yards of fabric or some crazy yeah, shit. The the pleats that are in the back are really super deep, and uh, and then and then they also overlap around you on the inside. So I don't really right. know how many yards it is, but it's kind of heavy. You know, it's heavy. It's wool, and and uh, and um, I'm I'm sure you pay more at a Scottish festival. You know, for this Scottish group that comes. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't know what the other options would have been if I wanted to be fitted for a kilt and have it be a decent kilt. I don't know what the other options are. That's you go why. to a seamstress or a tailor and have them uh, take it's. It, I, I've, I, cause I did it. I, I, I did it on myself and then I had like a couple measurements I couldn't do because I don't have three hands. Uh, but I uh, used a, took a tape measure to, uh, to work and had uh, one of the nurses who I know sews mm-hmm. do the rest of the measurements. And it's like, nine or ten measurements that they do on you yeah it took a while yeah they were doing it, this and doing that and, and then i just emailed them all the measurements okay. and then they emailed it back to me and one of them i must have fucked up or something like that but it but I'll, I, I'll get there but what i did is uh i just figured since they were here and they were the company that does it does it and they they had all this they had these photo albums and stuff showing the process and when they're making it and i so i bought into it and i'm sure it was legit you know they were from scotland i you know that was it so yeah. it wasn't cheap but i'm very happy with it and i need to go uh mess around with it now soon and get it on so i started thinking about this and that's when i saw it used to be clan the gale but then they turned into seven nations the group i told you about yeah and they uh still tour around and, they, and it's kind of this rock and roll bagpipe group and they're really they also play classical um uh pipe music as, sponsored as well. by doers folks if you ever seen yeah. a doers doers <laughs> scotch ad for in the past 15 or 20 years chances are you saw seven the seven nations guys in there because they i think they're the only band scot sponsored by a scotch in the world yeah it could be so it was a lot of fun following them around and then they i uh have a little story about them this is getting to the point where i, I wanted to learn how to play the pipes and uh, and we have in the studio now, which I will not be playing. I'll, oh, I, I think try. you should try. Well, I'll try. It's going to be ugly because the, the drones need to be tuned. I haven't the reeds and the drones. I haven't even looked at. Is it at. a natural bladder? Or is it uh, is it a like polyurethane it's or a, something? Uh, it is a it's an elk skin on the outside, and then it is. I think it's a, on the inside. It's a it's it's man made. I believe. Yeah, synthetic. Inside. Okay, good. Yeah, because otherwise it would have turned to powder out yeah. here. So, uh, and I have, it's not been unopened for a couple of years, but I think I'll pull it out and we'll. try I'm going to need you noise. to do it. Just set it right up here. Let's move some shit out. Well, of wait, the wait, way. no, hold, wait, no, my story yet. Okay, All right. So, so, so then I, I'm I'm following this band around. You know, they come into Atlanta maybe a couple of times a year, and then they had the Savannah Scottish Festival. So I went down there and they played in Savannah. So I'm going to go drive down to Savannah and see Seven Nations. And so I showed up there and they're like, "Oh, good, the guy, the creeper guy, is following us around." You know, the. <laughs> But they well they reckon, I mean, they they recognize me actually. Now I was gonna make them a trailer, one of our trailers you see we're messing around mm-hmm. with. I was gonna sell to them for super super cheap, and now I was gonna be like a sponsor <clears> of their. They'd have all the equipment in there, and they'd be kind of cool. But that never never came to pass. Right. But anyway, so they said, "Hey man, after the show, we're gonna go down to the river. There's a you know Irish pub there. We're gonna go there and hang out. Everybody's gonna be there." And and, and so I'm cool. And then just invite me. So you want to drive with us or ride with us? Is it great? So I got in their van and I drove, rode with the band. So you could technically say that you went on tour with Seven Nations. I did. That's pretty We're fucking. All awesome. wearing our kilts. All of us. Oh in, shit. In so that so it was funny is that we um, we got in there and this is the part that's this is a good story. So we got in there. We're, we're drinking and then there was a bunch of I think they're from Georgia Tech fraternity guys. were getting drunk and getting a little bit rowdy and um, starting to be kind of assholes to us. Because you know we're wearing dresses, quote unquote, and they're just and then and they're not even being funny about it. 
you know, they're really starting to get a little bit, and, and these are fraternity brothers. They're starting to back each other's play, you know, and that kind of stuff. And it, yeah. it's, it's getting, it's getting not where we're going to be leaving. And then guess who walks in? This is so fucking great. Please tell me it's like some caber tossing. Yes. Fucking the caber fucking team walks in <laughs> in their kilts also. Like the caber team would be like the only guys that I could think of on earth that would be fucking tougher than the caber tossers would be like rugby players. Yeah. And not just like high school or college. I mean like a national fucking team. Dude, like if the were... New Zealand like all blacks walked in or, or right. fucking the Scottish national team. Walked in. Those would be the only tougher people in that bar. Right. So it was it was unplanned. Were they still wearing their kilts? For yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, shit. they were. Oh, God. So we're like, yeah. And they all knew the band. They all know each other because they go around to these Scottish festivals and that yeah. kind of crap. Oh, seven. Cool. And they come over. And now we're, fr- we're hanging out with the caber tossers. And then all of a sudden, the fraternity brothers are small and backing the fuck off. Yeah, because they go to Georgia Tech. They're not going to be that big. <laughs> right. And there's the Savannah River there, too. I thought, this would be great. You guys should just throw those fuckers over the river. <laughs> over oh, the river. All Paul, always the instigator. He's like, hey, hey, you know what you guys should do? You should toss those fucking things. I'm uh, like the, the the bad girl date, right, who gets the guy in the fight, you know, something like that. He's like, my boyfriend's going to kick you in the ass. <laughs> like, shut up, bitch. Like, I fucking... <laughs> But it was so funny how their demeanor changed so quickly once the caber guys were there. Folks, if you don't know what the caber is, it's like a giant telephone pole-looking thing that they toss at the Highland Games. And they decided to compete with yeah. this years ago. Well, well, it goes back to, you remember Building Braveheart? Bridges, I believe, though. I think that's kind of what it was. They were trying to, that's what I understand. I thought it had to do with the fact wood. that they weren't allowed to have weapons, so they trained with rocks. And, that's true, too. And a they lot were of able, stuff came from that, yes. Yeah. So, that's also but, why a lot of their weapons of war... Uh, for, there for a while when Scotland was was really you know under the thumb of the or under the boot, excuse me under the boot of the crown was uh, uh, they couldn't organize mm-hmm. and they couldn't train with anything. So a lot of their weapons of war they used were ha- uh, was it like hatches axe hatchets axes and hammers. Yep. And those guys would go into battle and fucking murder people with those things when everybody else is using you know swords and crossbows and shit. Anyway, so. That was cool, and then eventually I, I I wanted to learn how to play the pipe, so I bought a um, a, a practice uh, a, a chanter and um, messed around with it in a penny whistle, which is I think it's still both of those are still in that box right there, my pipe box. And then uh, my father kept asking me one year, he goes, "You still mess around?" So yeah, I'm still doing this, doing that. And then he put it enough together because okay, you're committed enough in his mind to where he ordered a sped set of pipes for me, uh, David Nail pipes made in made in scotland actually so wow. um and that's them and um i had played it some the house i used to rent here i think a little bit did you ever saw me mess around with these things no. or not ever no i've never even seen them really i knew that they existed but i've never seen them well i hope they're still in there because the, yeah no shit the box is covered in dust oh yeah like schrodinger we got schrodinger's <laughs> bagpipes over here we don't know Right now, they both exist and do not exist in that box. Right. But in, when we open it, then it'll, it changes. So, do you want me to? Uh, do you want to take a break? Or do you want to watch me open? The I want to watch you open right. up the box. And you should put it up to... here on the table, though. I need to make some room. Yeah. Yeah. Take a couple, couple things off of here. Like, Come on, it's too cluttered, sir. Okay. Wait. Lift it up. Put it up here on the table. Oh, okay. And then open it. And there is. There is uh, dust on it. Uh, yeah. You should turn on the light, man. Actual light? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Christ. I okay. <laughs> he turned it on. It I didn't realize you had fucking 300-watt bulbs in there. Don't I'm getting a... Ta- no, no, no. It's fine. It took me a Three, second to get used to it. 
what noise should we make? Should we fucking uh, or <laughs> the fact that you want noise to be made is just really, really funny to me. It's been cooped up. I hope it still will play something. You know, I'm sure they will. They're bagpipes. Ready? So dramatic. I know what that music is. Ready? Here it is. The big. Oh, there it is. <laughs> 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 they're already playing. Oh, that's you. What is it like? Like a player piano? They have player pipes. So, so there it is. Oh wow. Oh, those are these are neat. Yeah, they're they're cool. So the uh, the leg bones connected to the no, pipe hold on, bone. Hold on a second. I'll sort it out here in a second. But there's the, the, there are two uh, tenor drones and one bass drone. That is cool as and shit. The bass drone you got to uh, put together. Yeah. And that's how you tune the drones. You can slide them in and out. Be real careful. Is that cork uh, that's on there? Or is it synthetic? Here, yeah, your connection that's on the... Will yeah. be on the bottom part of your bass drone that goes into the fe- the male part. Metal. No. Up here. That's a Teflon tape. Okay, oh, Okay. all right. To fit flat. It hasn't been in a while. So you, you can tune these things. You tune them to... You tune, the, yeah, tune them by length. To the, to the A, yeah. And um, you also have to warm... All the stuff up and get it kind of wet. Yeah, yeah, for the moisture from your breath, right? Right. Yeah. This is not going to be pretty at all. Oh, folks. I hope Paul doesn't pass out. Let's check his blood pressure now that he's got the pipes on. Hold on. Yeah! Yeah, Paul, Paul almost died just now. <laughs> I whipped out part of Amazing Grace just then. I heard it. And I think that? I uh, <laughs> Crazy how all these pests just scurried out of the hangar just now. We have no more rats. And there, there's a penny whistle. Absolutely one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Here's a, a penny whistle, and here's the uh, practice. Where's the practice chanter? Oh, no, where'd it go? Oh, I think I broke it, actually. Here's a penny whistle, Yeah. A tuning fork that's in the. I can't believe I actually did that. I mean, seriously, I can't believe I was able to. Here's another one. Here's a book right here, Joe. I had this for years. Penny whistle. And there's I... different reads and stuff. My books. Here's my tuning fork. What? Uh, f- uh, I'm just so fucking enamored with you right now, Paul. Are you really? I absolutely am. Now, see, now I'm going to go home and I'm going to fucking piss off everybody within a two block. So, I, so you have like a six block radius you can piss people off. I only have two blocks. So all I have is a practice chanter. So I also like, How, I, how's your read? Did, did, did you? I haven't looked at it yet. You know, I have, of course, there's three reads in here for the drones. And right. Three read in here. Well, it sounded decent and it didn't sound. It wasn't horribly the, the, out of tune. The bass drone is, uh, it sounded super, super flat. It, so it probably is. It's so. Lengthen, you can lengthen here or here, either one. Yeah. To get that a little bit lower. Well, you heard it here first. The bag that goes over. I don't like these. They formally don't put these on. But if you're like in rock and rolling and that kind of shit, you just have it just like this. So if you, uh, I think we, you're the official 
Piper of Cartoon Casual. It's because there's, it yeah, used to be Mac on. Nelson, but now fucking now it's you. I, folks, we need to have more bagpipes on this uh, on this podcast. I think. So, so we need to talk to Chris Lay and say if he wants to. Uh, I I sent a Snapchat to uh, Holly of you playing Amazing Grace okay. to show uh, Chris. So this is the actual chanter itself, and you can just practice yeah. with these to their loud. And people go, "Can you play that any softer?" No, it's that's the sound. You literally cannot play it any softer. You, you can't. This oh, he's like, gonna do it. He's gonna crank it out. You're uh, uh, I know a little bit about reed instruments. It looks like you're mouthing up on it too a little bit too much. Oh, that way down here. When you play, like when you play, because that's the same as an oboe. It needs to be. There's go there's an there's a there's a yeah. It's not anyway, it's not designed to do that. <laughs> on a, this is not that kind of a reed. Normally, air just blows over it. Right. So it's not a regular mouth reed. You know what I mean? You should get a mouthpiece for it. Yeah. So now I'm gonna play this tonight. I have I have uh, replacement reeds and stuff. I have all kinds of shit in here. I think you definitely need to play. Before I leave, I want you to I want us to go out into the thing, uh, into the hangar, in that big open space, and just play you know it. What I'm excited about now because I was able to. I only fucked up a couple spots, but if I did it one more time, I would have amazing. Absolutely, yeah. You'd play Amazing Grace. Well, that's cool because I'm about ready to die from those fucking bagpipes. So you can play Amazing Grace at my funeral. Coincidentally. Coincidentally. We have a bagpipe. We have a piper. A we have a piper down. If you want my body and you think I'm sexy. Uh, <laughs> so, I can, so I can play Scotland the Brave and Happy Birthday and oh, if you, Drummer Boy. Oh, and God. And the, you know what we could, you could do? There's only nine notes in the pipes for those of you that don't. Right, nine you notes. You know when I'm walking around talking like this? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. I, I, people, I'm sure you sound a little bit more distant than normal. Those things are fucking cool, man. There are only nine uh, notes. Notes? Too many notes. Too many notes. <laughs> I have a question, though. Yeah. Do you ahead. have any idea how much those would cost? Like, of that level. I know. I realize it's probably not professional grade, but it's not too Actually, far they, they, down. They, they are. Oh, they are? Those are, are David Nail, made in Scotland. <clears throat> Maybe they're made someplace else now, but I think when my father bought them, this has been like somewhere in the mid-90s. Okay. Probably about a grand or fifteen hundred bucks. Okay, or something. so a couple thousand now. Yeah, that's what I, I was thinking. Think. Let's look them up. I'm you, just thinking, you know, David Nail. I, and, how's um, Nail spelled? It's not N A I L. It's something close though. N A N A I L L. David Nail bagpipe, whatever. But they also have them made somewhere else. But that, there should be the Scottish one because those were made in Scotland. N A I L L. Okay. Nail and Company. David Nail and Company. Oh my God. I'm looking at laser etched fucking. Ugh. These are so pretty. You know, they, they've they only been in business for 32 years, so they weren't even in business. That's that, not true. For over, 32, for over 30 years, we have produced bagpipes and small pipes of exceptional tone and craftsmanship. That's literally on the header on their, their website. That's amazing because they, they are known. There's, there's like two bagpipe brands that are well-known, and David Nails are one, and then there's another one. They have a bunch of different... I don't know I don't know what the range is. I don't know what this means. The premier set. 
Magnetic, powerful. Huh, huh, huh. Magnetic. Yeah, the way they they snap oh, together. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Of course, the white parts in there. These are all. These are not. But these used to be uh, ivory. You know, in the old old days. Yeah. All the uh, the white plastic pieces. I can't believe there are only third. There's there's no way. I, people that own older sets of nail pipes, I believe. This is African blackwood. Yeah, I think that's something. Engraved single, uh, the silver ferrules. Those are tuning slides yeah. and ring caps. That's what those Eng- are. Engraved silver mouthpiece, silver projecting mouth. Oh my god. How much? Uh, no, I haven't found a price yet. No. Uh, that's that. That always worries me. I see a bunch of pictures of really nice shit, and uh, there's no price. It doesn't even say inquire. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah, it doesn't even have. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I just kind of. I guess maybe you have to call them. <laughs> so, I'm not convinced that's all. Again, that's how old they are as far as it's been making them. Maybe the company name change or something. Because, oh, maybe. Because I'm I'm pretty sure I've met people before that had much older David Nail pipe sets. Who the hell knows? All I know is is that that sounded awesome, and I I. Now I now I want to go home and bust out my practice chanter. Well, I'm if I really fumble through that horribly and and they didn't sound like it like in other words in other words if those reeds were just all dried out and mangled it would have been kind of disappointing, you know what I mean? I but it's went, it's amazing how good they still sound. But I mean we're talking about we're talking about an instrument that has existed for about a thousand years right. in one form or another, right? right? Right. If they made it a thousand years ago and they it w- under the worst possible conditions, like people didn't have doors back then. Right. Like they fucking they had terrible conditions, right. and they still went into battle and they could still pretty much tune together. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I'm sure you're sitting in a very nice protected case. That is the hard. Basically sealed up. That is the hard part. What I need to do is go to to Mac or whatever because what, when you tune them, you have someone else tune your drones because you 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 get him going and yeah, then they and fuck around with them because yep. you can't really do it by it's almost impossible to do it by yourself right, it's exactly. so much faster to do it do it with somebody and with those being uh, presumably blackwood or any kind of wood uh depending on where you're at temperature and things like that it's humidity like, is, is, humidity is a big thing i actually had a guitar that was ruined by humidity because my my grandfather brought my guitars my electric and acoustic out from ohio right after i moved here because i couldn't mm-hmm. obviously take them with me and I moved out here from Ohio. He brought them because he drove back there in his van and he brought my guitars back. And when we opened up the my gig bag, my acoustic guitar neck had snapped off mm-hmm. uh, off the body. And uh, it was irreparable, unfortunately. Like I, we took it to a luthier here in town and he's like, this is the worst I've ever seen it. it there's, I, I can't well, fix this. When, when I brought those here, I was concerned because they, they, they came from Scotland. Then they lived in Atlanta. For a while, and then I brought them out here. I'm like, these are just going to fucking crash. They're just going to crumble. Yeah, and they haven't really done that yet, and uh, I will have to. Uh, I, I need to talk to Mac about this though too, and see what should I do here. It's something I should rub on them, rub in them, do whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just but get I'll, some armor all; it'll be fine. <laughs> but I do know that those are. I'm ninety nine percent sure I placed all my reeds with synthetic reeds because normally they're cane. Yeah, and that's that's you can't really do cane in the desert southwest. You, you have to. I mean, even in uh, like even in Ohio, mm-hmm. reed uh, cane reeds. Mm-hmm. Are you have to like that was it was, you could always tell the woodwind players when they're walking around either band camp or before a football game or after a football game you have to keep them moist. There it's there you have reeds sticking out of their mouth like a bunch of hillbillies with straw. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's hilarious to me uh, mm-hmm. that but they they even had to do that in a moist environment. So 
Yeah, synthetic is probably the way to go, which is why it probably still sounds like that. You yeah. replaced all of them, the drones I, and everything? I, I, th I know I replaced the main chanter reed, but I, I'm pretty sure I did because I thought, I just got to do this, you know, get, get it done with, so I don't have to screw around with the humidity problems yeah. and stuff here. Makes sense. So, Oh, man, it? so get on it. I expect next week... I'm going to go out there and we're going to, after we're done with this. No, show. I mean, next week on the podcast, I want to hear immediate improvement. Okay. I want to hear hot cross buns. I want to hear <laughs> London Bridge. No. Actually, what I need to do is, uh, what I'll probably do tonight is go through a bunch of YouTube. Because um, last time I played, there weren't near as many, I'm sure, as are now about people saying, here's how you do some basic fingering for this song or whatever. It's only nine notes. That's it. Nine notes. Notes. It's, it's low A. It's low. No, it's a. It's, uh, Holy crap! You have an octave. Does it go? It's octave plus one. So, but there's different. Uh, there's different keys. So it's it's going to be different for each one. Yeah. But it's only it's only nine notes. Like I said. Like if it That's starts it. off at A, you go A to A, and then right. B. And it's one more. Yeah. Yeah. And I've totally forgotten if if the second the main note that you hit with your little finger off is the main note, and that's what your drones are are tuned to. So that that hits. So when you hit you hit that note, I think it's low A. I think. Oh God! I should know this. I didn't even know you could read music. Yeah, kind of. Well, I it's gonna. I'm gonna have to catch up here a little yeah. bit. But I I think when you hit low A, that's when this sounds really really amazing because the drones are also A, uh, or an A, and they're together. There's two two tenor drones, and then the bass drone is is twice as long. So it's one more. It's a low. It's a low. It's a one right. more octave lower. Is that how that works? One yes. Because it's twice as long. The, you've looked the length of the the. The bass drone is twice as length as the tenor drone. Remember, we talked about this, we, and we watched it here at the hangar, Donald Duck and Mathematic Land. We did? Yeah. It's like a 30-minute long, 25-minute-long cartoon about uh, we, uh, how we, the Greeks figured out, on like... The, on the movie screen or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, just because I queued it up. I was like, oh, I'm not quite ready to watch a movie. Can we watch Donald Duck and Mathematic Land? And then people <laughs> are like, what the f Why? Because it's the only thing that able was a, I was ever able to get like my wrap my mind around any sort of mathematical concepts is if you wrapped it up in music. Okay. And and Donald Duck goes through like he's got a narrator and he's like in history they had this and da, da, da. and this is how they figured out the harp. This string was twice as long as this and it was twice as deep and half as deep and so on and so forth and that's how they figured out the different notes okay. on the strings and stuff like that. And so, yes, that is exactly how that works. So, so there you have resonance. it. And there, there, there's, there's slurring you can do. There are ways to really carefully, like like you can, like on the trombone, you can. It, it sounds like a bending note on it, either yeah, on a, a trombone or like on a guitar. And you can actually do that on the pipes. You can slowly uncover one as you're covering yeah. one next to it, and you can get it to go, <coughs> if you're good at it, you can do that shit. And that's some of these, uh, uh, and there's different grace notes, they call those, but. I wanted to be more classically trained, and I took some lessons at this. Uh, like I said, it was it were public lessons and a couple of different private ones, but then I ended up moving here. So, so this has been kind of a fits and starts, also. But if I, I think I know enough, I think, to where I can get more practice. And you know what's really hard is that your muscles are in your throat. The people say you have to have big lung. It's not lung capacity. No, it's it's diaphragm it's and muscles, muscles right your here. You get get tired. Yep, they really wear out in in your throat here because you're putting a lot of pressure into it. And um, and that's what it is. So, uh, do you know they make electric bagpipes? So you don't have to blow into. I know, but that's kind of cheating. Yeah, but like you know. But I would like to get kind of cool. Would be cool to walk around. You know, all, all the band members. I could be in the Swillers special guest. PA I'm game. I'm dead serious. Like when I'm telling you right now, when Chris finds out and when he hears this he's go, podcast, what the he, mother fuck? When he sees the Snapchat I sent Holly, he's gonna be like, "Why aren't you in our fucking band?" <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm telling you, last night they were practicing a couple of Dropkick Murphy songs, Flogging Molly songs, yeah. a couple other songs, because they have a St. Paddy's Day gig. Oh, that's right. They have, well, they have a gig the weekend before or weekend after St. Paddy's Day at the Sporties, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm kind of stoked about, because uh, I've never seen those guys. They've never played Sporties before, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody in the band has separately, but never as the Swillers. I have a feeling the Swillers playing Sporties might might just it, that place is just going to burn to the ground. It might, it might. Yeah. All right, you had something else you wanted to talk about. Well, it might be. It's, it's enough it, Piper talk. It's really, it's really uh, shifting gears. Uh, really shifting gears. This is a shifting gears kind of program, dude. You just bust out bagpipes. You can't I shift know. it. That it's is true. a ground gear. That's true. Um, so. Mr. Musk was on a podcast with a. It was called uh, what the fuck is this thing? Where they have a bunch of their, a bunch of the bunch of people have like Tesla maniac sort of uh, okay. a podcast, or or they have a uh, YouTube channels, and they all got together. You've probably seen some of these guys. I'm sure, yeah. And I forget what what it's called. They they call it a backstage podcast. It's not what it is. Okay. But we have all these guys together in one studio or at someone's house, and then Elon Musk comes in. He do this like. Maybe once a month or once every couple months, and they start doing roundtable just questions with them, and a lot of them are not very good in my opinion. But they were talking about um, new ideas, like, "Oh, what about electric airplane?" Kind of like Joe Rogan did, and you know, like, yeah. you know, all this kind of stuff. And some of them were not very good questions, but they. But he said, he said, "Well, you know, this is all this is a resources issue. You know, we we got to." He said, "Well, you just sold, you know, two billion dollars worth of stock." You know, and because he did that recently. Right. And they already had like $4 billion in the bank just sitting there. And he says, you got that. You can do that easily. This is your resources. This And he, he, and he kind of was firm. He said, no, you're not. No, no. That's not what I mean when I say resources. He says, money is not the problem. He goes, it's technicians and engineers. He goes, that's the resource shortage that everybody is experiencing right now. He goes, yeah, there are engineers out there, but there's fewer now. And, and, and good engineers are really hard to find. He goes, that's what our limit is right now. It's not money. It's not backing. It's literally human resources. It's not desi- yeah, it's the yeah. right people to, to design and build and develop these things. He goes, and right now we're, he kind of said it's more or less they were tapped out at the moment. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to do all. There are a lot of people that want to see a lot of great things from them, and they're getting better and better. He also over-promises. Over We've talked about this a little bit before. I think and, he's getting better at that with, like, the new model that's, uh, that's coming out that's going to come out, like, a year, almost a year early. The Model Y? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, one of our friends, Charlie, likes to bring up the idea or the bashy idea that that uh, the new uh, Roadster was supposed to be out last year, and it's not out yet. Was it yes. the one that they announced, like the one after after the truck? I believe so. Yeah, I'll yeah. be damned. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. and he took what he bothers him a lot. He gets on the rants to me about it, and I could really give a shit. He says, and those early people, like they had the the early ver- uh, the early uh, people that said they'd want one, had to pay everything up front. Yeah, it was like two hundred or two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and that's how. That, but that's how his how he built his business, right? Now, but, granted, and, and people like, bitch about that, but like the people that gave that much money in, honestly, I don't think most of them give a shit. I don't think those people ever would complain. No, it would be it, it would be other uh, like the delays with the Model Three. Yes, those people have a right to complain. Sure, the, for the early adopters, the first those first like you know few mm-hmm. few hundred uh, probably few thousand deliveries. They had like gap issues in the body panels and mm-hmm. just just you know mundane shit like that. There, there are issues that, like that are worth. The other thing is this: is you have but to remember, and people compare them to other, other the mature companies like Ford or GM. I'm thinking, okay, I, I started researching Mr. Ford, and, and when he actually started tinkering with a car, oh god, and when he actually made it, and then the failures this had, and on and on and on and on. And he was ten years older than Elon when he actually started 
making their first car. Right. Is what I found out. And it was, it was, uh, this is a very mature industry right now. They don't, they're not really growing. You know, they, they sell a certain number of cars. They can modify their factories here and there or shutter them or crank up another line because all that infrastructure within their companies is built. It's established. Tesla's not like this. They're still building mega factories. Right. They're, so, it's, and it's all kind of new ground. Right. So, and it's what costs billions to grow like that. They're not a mature business by any means like Ford or Chrysler or GM right now. And it's easy once you get there. Not easy. This is a tough business. Automobiles are tough. But, but it's to grow while you're selling, while you're developing stuff and sales and growing yeah. the rate they are, it takes billions of dollars. And, and they're able to do it. You know, and they're, it, they're, I have 100% faith in what they're doing. It, especially recently with the their uh, was it valuation is that what it is yeah stock value whatever oh you mean the price of the stock no 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 what they're what they're what they're oh, worth that oh they're the fucking, uh, the uh, that th- uh, the uh, capital um um oh my god you explained it to me and I totally understood uh, it now I can't remember what it's called uh, or the capitalization or whatever I yeah guess. they're yeah. that because they're and they're worth more than uh, GM and Ford Fiat Chrysler and Ford combined, combined. It, yeah. But I'm Which, like, but I know that's all speculative. That's not that's not money in the bank. That's right. that's literally on paper how well their stock is performing and how they're cranking out. Because but that the, many people believe that they're going to do what they say they're going to do, and it's going to make a huge difference. Which it already is putting a little worry in everybody else, right? Yeah, because they are so far ahead with their uh, super. The computer thing is what cracks me up. Did you? Did, I can't remember if I sent you that article or not. But oh, basically, the thing that they developed the. The well, what it was is uh, it was a Japanese engineer, high level Japanese engineer from a quote unquote uh, well known Japanese car manufacturer, which there's only like four. Uh, so yeah. said that we are at least 10 years away. They did like try to do reverse engineering on, on there. He spoke off the record and he said they, they did some reverse engineering on their software on Tesla and once they did finally break in the encryption which they said was incredibly difficult mm-hmm. uh they their leaps and bounds he said we're we're at least 10 years off yeah. that's the first time i've ever heard of an, an american company being that far behind or an american company being that far ahead of a japanese company when it came to car, yeah. so car tech there ought to be because it's not it's just not the case what bothers me a little bit now again they they've had some some faults here and there when they got going and they and, and eon does over promise but he is building stuff they exist and this is real and they're this far ahead there ought to be a lot of american people now that are if you want to be proud to be american and wave the flag that'll be backing him up yeah a lot more than there are and there are a lot of people that are bashing him and and he this, this shit's developed here. They make those motors here, you know, in 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 uh, California. All that stuff is built right here. Yeah, you know. And thank God he was able to come here, you know, and go to. He's, I think he's got dual between Canada and America now. I yeah, think I think you're right. Dual residency or whatever. But um, yeah, speaking of the software, I, I believe they. I didn't know this until not that long ago. They actually they they hired people and developed the uh, the chip for for this car, for the self-driving, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. They, they developed it on their own from ground up, the architecture of their computer chip. Not having to go, not having to outsource is a big thing right. for him. Or or they were just using other chips and trying to make it work. They said, we're starting from the ground yep. up on this to make it do what we need to do out of the box 100% of the time. And that's what people are commenting that's, also about how far ahead they are with right. that chip. It kind of, it it's pretty, it's pretty neat. I'm just, I'm glad I'm around, yeah. you know, to see it. So that was my, it was interesting to have him kind of school the young kids because young kids were going, yeah, resources, you got that. You can just crap out money when you want. And he's going, you're not getting it. It's people. It's the people yeah. you need to make this happen. 
And it's, it's, that's a super critical thing. They make the difference in your companies that you do, no matter what it is, whether it's this company that I've got, you work for the hospital, a brewery, this, it's the people that are steering the ship and the people you can get. And you gotta, you gotta give them, you gotta be a cheerleader. If you're a leader and like he is, you gotta be, you have people believe in you and here's our goal. Here's our task. Get, get people pumped. And yeah, I mean, he's one of those that he, he's kind of like the, like, uh, Sergey Brin and, uh, the other guy from, uh, Google, Google yeah. from the, in the early days, they, you know, they would literally just walk around and talk to their, their various, you know, employees and say, Hey, your production, you know, you didn't crank out as much code this week as you did last week. What's going on? Well, I got this going on, this going on, this going on, and they're just giving, boom, go home. Figure mm-hmm. that out. Mm-hmm. Figure that out. Come back. You're going to full pay. Come back. Was we need you here 100% mm-hmm. and, and go, which is fantastic. I and think they weren't trying great. to guilt them. Okay, I'll be better. And then the guy said, no, no you're going to go home. They're, yeah, they're this. like, if, you know, I, I can't say that I've ever been pressured to not, uh, like, I, I've, in 10 years of working in the hospital, I think I've called in sick, like, maybe four. Five times total. No, three times I've called in sick. There's like two or three times that I went home sick, okay. but I showed up. I showed up and people were like, "You need to get the fuck out of here. There's something wrong with you." Yeah. Uh, and one one time I should have been hospitalized. It was it was C diff, oh. C diff infection. So I will be positive for C diff the rest of my life. Woo-hoo. Yay! It was nice to drop a quick twenty five pounds in four days, though. That was nice. that was really great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, that's what I'm yeah, It made anyway. a bit of impression on me to, yeah. watch, to watch this and have him say that. And I know that's true anyway. If you look at um, the, the, the true companies that make big differences, it's the people at the top. You know, it's, I mean, it's everybody. It's not that what I'm saying is get to the right people through the whole system. But I mean, if you don't have good, good people, good engineers and good people, with good ideas, you're not going to get anywhere. And it just, it, 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 the way he said it, like I said, it would kind of took everybody back. They went, oh, not just money. No, not just a money. <laughs> there are a lot of billionaires out there, there that have a shitload of money that aren't doing jack shit for themselves or the world. There's a so it proves it's exactly. not just about money. There is that old adage: if you throw enough money at a problem, you can make it, you can solve it. But in this case, you literally cannot do that. You he needs um, we need we need more engineers. Yeah, good engineers. Porsche, switch your major. There you go. Anyway, you got anything else, Paul? That's all I got. I'm gonna play the pipes some Me, more. Yeah, we're gonna go out in the. Uh, I, I want you to play. Can you play the Hulk theme song from the from the TV show <laughs> as I walk away to my truck to leave? I want you to play. Is that play in that. the pipes? No. Oh, but you want me just to all no. of a sudden fucking have in my head shitty and, TV and, show. and crap it out is what you want me to do? Yeah, I, I want you to be the Chris Lay of bagpipes. Oh my god, that's I've, there's no way that guy can just play just anything, right? If you say, hey, kind of, <laughs> kind of play this song, he'll just kind of do it, right? He'll, he'll, he'll sit there and noodle around for about 30 seconds and then play it better than the original. Right. Son of a bitch. Well, I've talked to Chris about me uh, practicing. I'm telling you, you should just show up. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll spy. I'll ask them next week what songs that they're planning on playing. Mm-hmm. There might be Dropkick Murphys or this, that, whatever. And then I'll just tell you. Then you listen to them and go, all right, and learn it and just walk on and be like, Hey, guy, I heard you guys are having bagpipe tryouts. You just show up in your kilt <laughs> in the pipes, and they'll be like, See, oh, a lot you know, of. No, no, I even got it. You can make it even more dramatic. I swear to God, I should be a fucking director. You crank up those pipes from the, you know, where, you know, where, the, you know, oh, uh, where they live, yeah, right? You from know, across the street or down the road. Down the road to where they and just start walking towards. And just start slowly marching toward. Hell, I'll even see if I can find a tenor drum that I can be like, doom, 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 right just behind you. We'll have our, like, a, a cartoon casual pipe band. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is <laughs> such a good idea. That would be hilarious. That would be that would really would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh I, shit. I, I, we, we could get some new cartoon casual shirts we were talking about earlier. I could wear it with a kilt. If we get like a Gilly shirt or the poet shirt, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the, the is it Gilly? Is that what they're called? Like the puffy the, shirt. The, the, not a not that puffy <laughs> shirt. The fuck out of here with your Seinfeld <laughs> bullshit. That's a no. I don't know. It, it has a lace in the. Not I've la- got. It, I've got one of those. Yeah, I know. I've seen you wear it. No, it's yeah. it's. They're usually they're white. They're three quarter yeah. sleeve usually, yeah, and then yeah. they have the yeah, like a, like, like a leather la- leather lace thing. Leather and lace. Not lace. A leather leather, leather drawstring. Leather and lace. It's got <laughs> laces. Laces. Let's say laces. 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 <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. All right. Everybody have a good night. Pipe on. Pipe on. <laughs> <laughs>